0: The Art of Relationships radio show is protected and copyrighted, no use, in full or shows to be used without written consent from Greg Dozinski or The Art of Relationships. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg is also known as Master G., The art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format. Plus, applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Welcome to Sunday Evening, everybody. This is Greg Toszynski, your host, a.k.a. Master G, and this is the Art of Relationships radio show, talking tonight about whacked-out exes. I'm sure I'd love to hear stories from everybody tonight. You can call in live Five eight six eight four zero eighty six zero eight. I've had some. Uh, I have some stories to tell too, and I can share some uh, some stories I've dealt with with friends, clients in the past, and uh, some are scary. So it can be. Uh, it's definitely not a situation you want to take lightly because you you know you'd like to think they're not going to go totally berserk and nuts on you, uh, but I uh, try to give you some words of advice and what to look at to try to make things clear. And even so. We'll get into the possible legal aspects to protect your sanity or even protect your physical ass, if you will. Uh, this is the Art of Relationships radio show. As I mentioned, you can check me out. My uh, website address is theartofrelationships.guru. That's G-U-R-U. Check out my Facebook page too, uh, The Art of Relationships, and you can also find uh, you know upcoming uh, radio show info. If I'm uh, not too uh, lazy, putting it up there on the Art of Relationships Radio Show uh, Facebook page too. Uh, welcome everybody! Uh, much love to everybody out there. It's been a sort of a crazy week talking about exes and uh, some stories to tell. Uh, you know, there's been clients before that you know been, I've been getting the phone calls or whatever. They end up you know divorced, want to get help, and exes sort of break into their houses, hold them at a uh, knife point yeah knife point in you know in their garage in their house talking about four or five hours at least threatening to to kill them kill themselves so it's not a uh it's definitely not a fun situation hopefully a lot of exes uh, don't go to that extremes and looking at you know what what are some things to do a lot of people with exes you know they try to be nice they try to be polite have manners i'm all you know i'm all about that but the the number one thing you need to not tippy toe around uh situations you know if breakups or divorce you want i'm all about trying to be amicable but you can be amicable amicable to your point But you also want to be blunt at the same time and make sure there is no chance of reconciliation. If that is the case, if it is, you know, that's terrific. Get some help. Come and see me. (laughs) Um, I do Skype sessions as well. So, you know, number, you you want to walk through some key elements in this. You know, you want to tell, you know, an ex that, you know, tell it like it is and be blunt. Um, So many people get so wishy-washy. That it's it's very, very difficult when you say, you know what, Mm, things, you know what, I I don't, you know, right now I'm not in love with you. And they'll key in on right now. Right? Oh, right now you're not in love with me, but you will be again. You will be in the future. So I'm going to keep trying, keep pounding, keep pestering. So do not use statements as right now, (laughs) at this moment. In the current state, because they're looking at once that event, once that situation or feelings pass, there's going to be a chance, okay? So you want to be polite, but you got to tell it like it is and not lead them on, okay? Do not, you know, I, I'm not in love with you right now. You can say I'm not in love with you anymore. That's cool, you know, be blunt, it might be you know you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I get that, but sometimes you don't you gotta tell it as it is. That does not mean telling it as it is or be blunt, that does not mean you are mean or being sarcastic or being a rotten person, not at all. Okay. The goal is not to hurt their feelings, not to hurt the ex's feelings, it's to try to make him or her understand that what's going on that there's not going to be a chance for reconciliation. There's no leading on. And you're telling it like it is, okay? Well, some people, they want to give false hope because they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, right? And ex's feelings, they feel bad, they feel terrible. I get that. But when you say, oh, maybe we can be friends. Ooh, you know what? I just want to be friends. Your ex hearing those words, let's face it, oh, we can still be friends, they're hearing it, oh, we can still be friends, that means there's a chance for us to be lovers again, you know, don't even use that, I know you're, and I talk to clients about this constantly, about, you know, what to do to protect their butts, and also to be blunt, because you don't want to mislead, misleading somebody, even though it might not be your intent, it's also very, it's cruel and mean. In one situation, I get to, um, I talk about this in classes and everything I teach. Say you're not in love with somebody anymore, and it's an ex, and they're of course, you know, they're still madly in love with you and all this. You still have sex with them. You're still going out and bang him, bang her, whatever. And you're and I hear this crap all the time. But I told him, I told her, I'm not in love with her anymore. Uh, so I, it's her fault if she still gives it up or he wants to have sex with me knowing I'm not in love. That's their fault. No, it isn't. That's yours. Because each time you have sex with them, even though you're not in love with them and you just the sex is good or booty call, whatever. Each time you have sex with them knowing that they're in love with you, they're thinking that your feelings are going to change. So shame on you. You need to stop that. You need to break that right off, okay, because they're going to think, I don't want to hear this crap that, oh, I told them, I've been up front, that's their fault, no, it isn't, at their state, their fragile state, emotional state, that is on you, so you need to stop that, and don't, you know, don't hand me or anybody else, well, it's your fault, you were still having sex with me, you need to stop that, okay, Um, but you do that in a polite manner, and everything else, now, I'm hoping I get quite a few calls on this show about stories and everything about their exes, uh, you call me at five eight six eight four zero eighty six zero eight. And it, it's very difficult when you have kids involved too with exes and keeping your sanity or even your safety, and you know trying to get the kids involved, see mom, see dad, even though they're you know whacked out, crazy, or emotionally lost it because of the separation, divorce, breakup, whatever term you want to use. But you want to keep distance. You want to keep a little distance, okay? And this goes with the same scenario which I just brought up about having sex with somebody that is still in love with you, but you're not in love with them. Keeping distance or still hanging around that person is going to give them the inclinations that you are still interested, that you're going to change your feelings, okay? So, you don't want to do that. You want to stop that crap right now, okay? You need to be far apart. And I I get this all the time, too, from couples, individuals. Well, we can still break up, and I still want to be friends with them. And I I tell couples all the time, if you want to do that, especially when kids are involved, you can co-parent. And, you know, there's a lot of people, they become good friends after a divorce and co-parent. That's phenomenal. It's awesome for the kids. Not everybody can do that, okay? So, I usually tell people, you want a minimum of two months, you know, if you want to still talk, be friends after this point, you want to give it a minimum of two months of no communication, you know, very little. And if kids are involved, you know, it's only specifically about the kids. It's not about, oh, how are you doing? Are you dating anybody else? How's your family? How's your mom? How's your dad? You need to stop. And make it specifically about the kids, not about your family, not about ex mute or you know, mutual friends from when you were in the relationship or marriage. It needs to be consistently about the kids, and that's it. That is one way to keep distance, okay. And if one person still wants to go there and try to lure you or suck you in to talking about you and just trying to talk, you need, I'm sorry, you know, it's got to stay about the kids. You need to be consistent, you need to be blunt to keep this, you know, keep that distance going. You need to keep that distance as much as possible for a minimum of of two months, uh, and hopefully things will mellow out, okay? And don't tell them, oh, I'm only going to give it two months, I'm keeping this distance for two months, and then whatever. Don't do that. (laughs) Please don't do that, because they're going to wait on that two months, and they might think, oh, I have a chance to get back together or whatever. Um, they're always, they're giving them that false hope. So this is just your own barometer for you. Okay. So keep this in mind. Keep the distance kids involved. It's only about the kids break up, you know, about when the kids are picked up, what's going on at school and so forth in the kid's life and everything else. And if the kids are older, you know, they can talk to mom or dad, you know, as well and communicate what's going on with them. Uh, which is fine. Younger kids, of course, it's a lot more uh, difficult to do that. And it's not about using the kids to check up, if you will, or check in on what dad's doing or what mom's doing, right? Oh, is mom dating anyone? Oh, is dad got a new girlfriend? You know what? You don't do that with the kids. And I still, after all the info out there, all the knowledge out there, all the sharing out there, people still do this because of their emotional upset, okay? So... When you have an obsessive ex or, you know, an obsessive, you know, ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend, ex-partner. And yes, it's not just in heterosexual relationships. They're in lesbian relationships. They're in, you know, gay relationships. It's you want to be very clear, very concise of what your intentions are. Okay? No leading on. Okay? What happens if, oh boy... That you have an ex that is sort of obsessive, whatever, and you work with that person. Oh, my God. I can tell <laughs> I tell you stories. People, even when I used to work uh, at a place for a lot of years, we used to, used to call it the Peyton place. Because, I mean, they'd be dating somebody else, break up, date somebody else they work with on the same workplace, man. It, it was a Jerry Springer show. Uh, in the making, (laughs) I mean, not even in the making, it would have made probably for their own reality TV uh, patent place in there, Um, excuse me, and this is very difficult, okay, you got to remember, it's not just an ex and not a friend, you got to remember the distance and keep everything um, away, especially if you work in the same work area and you can't transfer out, that makes it even more difficult, and there's been people that had to transfer locations, if possible, if there's multiple locations, mainly in a bigger corporation, you know, bigger banks, they have branches all over, or, you know, in smaller manufacturing facilities and stuff, you might not be able to do that, so you don't want to lead him or her on and make it clearer that this is work, you're not, you know, not to bug me and all this stuff, okay, if they do, unfortunately, you're going to have to go to the bosses, um, and handle that, but I want you, don't jump the gun, don't, you know, I'll automatically go up there, but if they offer, if they threaten you, uh, you know, threaten to kill themselves, and I'm going to get in on this manipulative behavior in a bit, but if you work with them, go to school with them, you might, if they don't stop after you've told them not to, and they keep coming out, won't leave you alone at work or in school, then you have to go through the, Management, or if it's a school situation, you know, teenagers go to principal, uh, school counselor, you college situation. This happens a lot. Uh, you might have to go to the head of the department, you might have to go to your dean, or even you know, maybe HR uh, and school advocacy uh, offices within that college as well. Okay, you need to be, like I said, you be diplomatic. But you also have to remember the distance, be blunt, tell it like it is, like I mentioned, and you go from there, okay? Remember, don't be afraid to go to authorities if necessary to get them as another mechanism to stop that they don't get it. But they need to get it and understand, okay? Another aspect is, to tie in with this, is you need to stay on your ground, okay? How many people... Ooh, let's they break it off, right? And you tell your ex, "Oh, you're better off alone." And then the next week you get lonely, whatever, and you, "Oh, hi, how you doing? I am. I went my yeah. I'll see you again." And all this stuff. You know what? You need to not do this. If you're lonely, call some other friends of yours. You know, don't go to an ex, okay? Because what happens? That's another way of leading on. Stand on your ground, even if you get lonely. I don't care, and I talked about masturbation, uh, what your mom doesn't tell you. You might have to, mas- you know, masturbate. <laughs> do the, the menage de moi, uh, the one-man one, one man shuffle, if you will, or one female shuffle, if you get lonely, whatever. Try to go out with other friends, even, you know, if you're, you know, got a, maybe a close relative or whatever, cousin. You know, do something with them. Hang out with some other people, even if you get lonely. Because what happens is that lonely, you're going to tie in, like I said, you're going to hurt that person more and more, like I mentioned about about still having sex, even though you're not in love with that person and they're in love with you. And that creates even a harder situation. It creates more obsessive behavior and more clinginess, and that's not fair to the person um, that is still in love with you, okay? So break it off, be blunt, stand your ground, big time, okay? Do not, you know, tell her you want, you know, tell her or him, you you need distance, you're not going to talk anymore, and make sure you stick with it. You're lonely, horny, whatever, you know, don't go calling your ex. Don't do that. That's ridiculous, okay? So, this is the Art of Relationships radio show, and I'm going to take a first break, let my voice sort of chill out a little bit, and then... Uh, I'll be back soon. This is the Art of Relationships uh, radio show. This is Greg Dazinski, a.k.a. Master G, I've right, well, whacked out exes, and I'm going to get into, uh some more stories. I'll be back in a few minutes. Thank you, people. Check out PPRNlive.com. They have shows every Tuesday, Wednesday evening from 7 to 10 p.m. You want some hilarious hosts, hilarious guests, plus upcoming new stars of the band Future, Check out pprnlive.com. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shay on Facebook. Welcome back, everybody. This is uh, Master G in the Art of Relationships uh, radio show, uh, also known as, of course, my real name, Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, a relationship and sex expert. Um, talking about whacked out exes, you know, what do you do, the warning signs, what do you not do? Uh, I've talked about a bunch of stuff before the break, some insights, hopefully, to help you out and to member. be blunt. Tell it like it is. You don't have to be mean or cruel or sarcastic, but just tell it how it is, okay? Again, you can give me a call. I'd love to hear your stories. Don't be shy. 586-840-8608. You give me a call. Again, that number is 586-840-8608. Make sure you check out my website at theartofrelationships.guru and also uh, Facebook, okay? Um. I talked a couple stories, you know, before about, you know, exes, unfortunately, uh, you know, holding their uh, ex-wife at knife point for four or five hours, um, you know, threatening to kill themselves, kill her. Uh, All these situations are very scary. I've dealt with when I I also specialize in trauma and stuff, mostly uh, not so much anymore. Hi, this is uh, Master G again. Now I'm getting annoyed. Um, I don't know what's going on with Spreaker. Um, yeah, just lost power with them again. This is two weeks in a row or two shows in a row. And definitely getting annoyed, people. So I apologize. Uh, welcome back. Hopefully I didn't lose everybody. Um, we're talking about, you know, whacked out neighbors. And I talked about, like I said... You no, know, before the shows. I've done a bunch of kids, unfortunately, with murder suicides where dad, you know, ends up unfortunately killing mom and killing himself and the kids are in the house. It is a it's a nightmare, okay? It is uh it's a sad situation. I don't want anyone to get into those. So that's why I'm sort of doing this to help sort of protect yourself and also you stand your ground and not be you're afraid to hurt somebody's feelings and that's a lot of times stuff like this happens and the the bluntness is not there and unfortunately it needs to be there and you look at you know you don't want to hurt their feelings all this stuff so you be wishy-washy and all of a sudden little little words like i mentioned at the beginning of the show start taking you know taking hold and they like i said i don't i'm not in love with you now or right now I'm not in love with you, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, is um, it gets very turned around, if you will, it gets manipulated by the whacked out exes, if you will, or people that are fragile, or emotionally fragile. They look at right now as, oh, you will be again then. That's don't you need to be blunt and you need to be blunt, sincere, and stay on your ground, like I mentioned. Um, you know, and a lot of tips are you know you look at you be consistent, okay? And if it comes worse, you know what happens if they're always pleading and begging, oh please take me back, please. And they let's face it, it can affect your work. They show up in workplace, your workplace threatening. Maybe when you go to school, I mentioned that, you know, during break, get a hold of authorities and maybe even get a hold of HR uh, to have a lookout. A lot of people, you know. If necessary, if it comes down, they won't leave you alone, they're trespassing, all this stuff. Call the authorities, and unfortunately, you know, dealing with certain situations, and these people get slapped on the wrist time after time, because. don't even get me going on this. Um, and it, it shouldn't happen. So if you have to, get a restraining order or a PPO. And a lot of cops, you know, a lot of cops even around here, they're going to tell you it's almost a waste of time and a piece of paper. Okay, I get it because even with that piece of paper, that piece of paper is not going to block them coming out and you know trying to harm you or trying to get you fired from your job, get you kicked out of college or school. Uh, A lot of situations like this, and I'm sort of laughing, but it's sarcastic because a lot of this stuff happens. So, you know, don't even though the cops are going to tell you. You know what? It's just a piece of paper. They can still whatever. It's going to help you during, you know, prosecution. It's going to help you, if need be, to put their ass in jail where they should be. And it's just going to help, okay? It's a pain in the butt. I know that. But this is one mechanism to try to stack the deck in your favor and to make all the steps favorable for you if prosecution, if legal action needs to take place, okay? You, you know, you never upset someone when their obsessive, okay? When they're obsessive, uh, you don't want to try to get in a tit-for-tat battle with them. You don't, not that, I don't want you to kiss their ass, but I want you to be blunt. Don't, what I mean by don't get in a battle with them, don't get in the name callings. And what they tend to do is, you know, they're going to sit there and beg and plead, I'm going to change, I'm going to change, right? And after, what, five times, ten times, twelve times, they keep telling you this and they kiss your ass and they're all nice and you all fall for it and your bleeding heart is there and I get that. And then you take them back and the same pattern happens over and over and over again. And I did a thing on codependency, a show a few weeks ago on codependency, You know, this issue, because you feel bad, they're playing on your emotions and they're playing on your good heart because they know you don't want to hurt anyone. However, you're hurting yourself and you are worth something. You don't deserve this. So this is what I mean at the top of the show to take a stand and to be blunt. Okay. So if necessary, you know, you be blunt, but you don't tease them. You don't aggravate them. Okay. You don't have to be sarcastic. And they're going to be nice and dandy and I love you, I love you, and try to suck you in. When that doesn't work, it's the passive-aggressive tendencies. Then they're going to come out and threaten you. And you know what, I should kick your ass, I should do this, I'm going to get you fired. All these threats start happening. This is where the restraining order needs to come in place, okay? Or a PPO, personal protection order. Even though it's just a piece of paper, like I said, legally it's going to help you. Put them away if necessary and keep them away from you and this is very difficult when you have kids involved because ah here we go right you start feeling guilty because oh that is the kid's mom oh that is that is the kid's dad and I can't I feel so bad I don't want my kid to be without a dad I don't want my kid to be without a mom um your kid deserves better and they don't need to be around that drama. Okay, Um, and if necessary, because what happens is a lot of times, not always, unfortunately, these when these people get so obsessed, and they won't let go of the relationship and move on and heal, is, you know, they're going to start putting it towards the kids. It's mommy's fault that we're not together, that it's mommy's fault she broke up the family, it's dad's fault. That he was banging somebody else, banging another woman. It's daddy's fault. Um, it's all you know. They start blaming and start pitting the kids against you, and this creates it's alienation for one thing, and it needs to stop. And the legal aspect can come in. They get overwhelmed, overburdened, if you will, and um, they're definitely not perfect. And I could get on a soapbox about that, as you can imagine, as out there, okay. So you want, you know, yeah, we all want what's best for our ex and all this stuff. A lot of people go in to the certain situations and they try to get their ex and they know they're obsessed. They're no I mean there could be drug issues, they're alcoholics still drinking up a storm, uh, you know, maybe not even that. They're just they're also throw that in the mix with being mentally unstable, emotionally unstable if you will. And you go in a situation and you try to be, you know, you try to be nice and you try to rationalize with them. Yeah, you know what? It didn't work out because, you know, this and that. And see, you know, this is why it didn't work out. You're trying to rationalize with them. And each time you rationalize with them in this way, oh, it didn't work out because of this, because of this, they're going to sit there. And now, oh, I'm going to change. I can be the husband you wanted, the girlfriend you, the best girlfriend ever you wanted. I'll give you whatever, you know, sex every day. You know, they start, all those things you sit there and try to rationalize why it did not work. Ah, They're going to use that and try to change it, flip that switch, if you will. Oh, I can be better. I can do this. I can do this. And then you think and you start feeling guilty. So do not go into trying to rationalize with them about what went wrong. It just went wrong. It's not working anymore. And this is it. You know, some people, I'm not saying everybody. I don't want everyone to jump the gun. This is only about whacked out exes. This isn't about all exes, okay? This is only about ones that are very obsessive. They're they're just mentally not they're crazy, if you will. Okay, how politically incorrect is that? And as you know, I'm not politically incorrect. They're just crazy. They're emotionally out of it. Um, not all exes are like this. Okay, so I just want to keep that out there. Keep that in the open. I don't want you thinking because your ex is all whacked. You know, all the signs I gave you, um. You know, they won't leave you alone. They'll keep calling, keep texting, um, keep begging to plead you back. They're going to threaten suicide. They're going to threaten to kill themselves. These are the whacked out exes I'm talking about. They'll break into your house. Right? They'll break in their house. They'll break windows. to break in. And all of a sudden you feel sorry for them or you feel bad for you. Oh, yeah, I hurt them. I broke up with them. I can understand. That's a bunch of bullshit. Okay? Oh, it's my kid's dad. I talked about this already. You know, it's my kid's mom. Uh, they need to have a mom. Not if they're insane. Not if they're mentally out of it. Um, your kids are better off, you know, what being in a stable environment, not this tug-of-war and tit-for-tat that you're trying to battle. It's not fair for you, and it's not fair for your kids, okay? Now, what happens if an ex, you know, you break up with them, file for divorce, and they threaten They threaten to kill themselves, right? Oh, my God, my life is over. Um, All my expectations, all this, I have nothing to live for, right? The old common scenario, I'm going to kill myself. If you don't take me back, I'm not going to live. I don't care. I'm going to kill myself. I tell people, and let's face it, most people have big hearts and they panic. And they said, oh, my God, if they kill themselves, it's going to be on me. It's going to be my fault my kids if you know if you do have kids my kids will never forgive me I'm gonna tell you something do not ever fall into that manipulative tactic okay and I'm gonna tell you it's hard I get it you know it's emotionally hard and it's grueling and you know but that is huge manipulative behavior and I'm not gonna say they won't do that they might do that they might kill themselves. However, that's not your fault, okay? That is on them. That is on your ex. If they if they do, you know, kill themselves, you know, if your ex, if she, I, oh god, you know, drinks drano. I, I, yeah, these are real story people. Drinks drano, takes pills to kill herself, or you know, an ex husband um, shoots himself in the head. Um, Asphyxiation, you know, plugs the exhaust on the car or whatever, you know, um, they hang themselves. It's sad. And you feel for your kids and also you feel guilty. I think that's human nature. But unfortunately, that is on them. You know, what they do to themselves is on them. That is not on you. It's one of, you know, I want you to understand this and I want you to fight through and get this into your brain and into your gut, thinking that that is not them. It's almost like, um, you know, you offering somebody or someone offering you drugs, right? And you took them and blame it on that other person. Well, they had them and they made me take it, right? That's a bunch of bullshit. That is on you. So you got to remember, their behavior, their actions, even though it's, it's gut-wrenching and it's ugh, just... Wrench and wreaks havoc on your heart, but their behavior, if they do kill themselves, remember that is on them. That is not your fault. You are not there to save them. You got it? That's not your job. That's not your responsibility. Easier said than done, I know. But you have to, it's manipulative behavior, and if they do, you know, threaten it, call 911. You know, call 911, they threaten the cops, if that makes you feel better. Um, so-and-so, you know, threaten to commit suicide, this is last I've known where they live, here they are. You know, call 911. You know, either call them on the bluff, or maybe they can get, you know, some help in the hospital and get that taken care of, okay? If they do threaten that, please, please, please. Don't take that personally. That is not your job. That is not your responsibility. Okay. So, you know, a lot of a lot of these obsessive, whacked out, challenged, however you want to, you know, exes, they don't they have the inability to what? To recognize boundaries. They're huge manipulators at denial of what is really going on, right? You get, you know, drunk dials from your ex in the middle of the night. You know, again, you can change your number. You can block block their number. Well, the kids, we have to contact with kids and all this stuff. Well, sometimes they have to understand the kids' safety is at at stake. And what happens is they're not thinking about the kids. They're only using them as a pawn to maybe get at you. And that's not a healthy situation to be in with your ex, okay? So you want to be, you know, remember, they threaten suicide Again, that is on them. That is not your fault. They threaten to kill you. You call the cops. <laughs> you call the cops, make sure you have a report, and file through. Oh, I was only kidding. You know what? You don't, you do not kid about threatening to kill somebody. You need to take that seriously, okay? Another thing is about exes. I'm going to backtrack a little bit, okay, is what are some things you never do? Remember, I talked about uh, before the break is to is to look at the situation um, where they want to talk about your family. Oh, what's going on with your mom? What's going on with your dad? Your brother? All this stuff. You do not want to talk with them, even really inform them about your who if you're dating somebody new, right? Don't. Don't tell them where they work. Don't tell, <laughs> you know what? That's your business, not theirs. Whoa, so and so. And I know if you have kids, it's harder. They're going to talk and all this stuff. And they're going to try to pull information from your kids. And that's not fair. That's manipulative. But do not try to get them. That's going to get them even further obsessed, right? And it's going to give them further ammo to go after you about, okay? So, um, another thing is... Do not, part of leading them on is standing your ground. Please, how many people do this? I still love you, but I'm not in love with you. What they're hearing is, you, oh, there's a chance. She still loves me. She's not loved me, but she will be. She still loves me. There's a chance. Do not say that, okay? Do not tell your ex that you still love them. Oh, I love you as my as our kids' father. I love you as my kids' mother. You know what? You don't get into that and you think that's sort of being nice whatever. No, it's sending mixed signals, okay? It's sending mixed signals big time. So what other situations can you do to protect yourself, right? What are some other situations you protect yourself? I told you about a restraining order, uh, a PPO, yes or a piece of paper, but it's gonna help you gain evidence if you will about you know maybe certain people are you know harassing you you know It's all about trying to stop the harassment first and foremost and you know trying to protect yourself. What are other ways that you can do to keep yourself safe, right and keep them out? If necessary, you have to block their number. You have to, you know, again, Facebook, block their ass from Facebook. I've had people, oh, my God, come up with so many uh, new, uh, they try to friend request you, and you look, and they have no friends, and they're putting up false uh, profiles on Facebook, right? Putting up, you know, fake pictures that, you know, people putting up pictures of women, and all of a sudden they mess up and click they're a male, Uh, they're trying to gain access to you and trying to control your life even more and get more information about you. If you don't know the people, you don't know, you know, friends or associated friends, or a big key thing is that, oh, they just... uh, opened up a facebook today <laughs> and all son you're the only one that they friend requested or whatever that's a sign that chances are it's a false ad okay even oh that don't matter they're in california i'm in michigan and my ex is in michigan you know don't fall for that be smart use common sense okay that is huge you know it's it's use common sense okay i'm going to take uh, one last little breather and I'll be back. Thanks again. I apologize. You know, I apologize for the glitch, and i got to find out with uh, Spreaker what is going on with that. That's two shows in a row, and very unprofessional. So I appreciate you uh, checking back in. I'll be back in a short break and finish up the show. Okay? Thank you so much. You give me a call as usual, 586-840-8608. Thank you. Check out PPRNLive.com. They have shows every Tuesday, Wednesday evening from 7 to 10 p.m. You want some hilarious hosts, hilarious guests, plus upcoming new stars of the band future? Check out PPRNLive.com. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Welcome back, everybody. This is uh, Greg on the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Um, hopefully, I didn't lose uh, that many listeners with uh, the mishap with Spreaker again. Hopefully, they'll, I'll get that checked out with them and find out what's going on. Um, I appreciate you holding on. Appreciate all the support as usual. Um, another key ingredient, I know a lot of people, like I, I mentioned earlier, and I'm jumping around a lot, is uh, you know, that you feel bad for breaking up, you don't want to break, hurt their heart, you know, you don't want to hurt people. Most people are like that, and there's some a hoes out there. I'm not getting into that, that's not what this is about. But a big thing is, you know, so many people want to try to heal and try to. Be a nursemate, if you will, man or woman, it doesn't matter, that they want to try to take care of their acts emotionally because they cause the hurt. They cause the pain, okay? That you want to take care of them. This is not your job, okay? You cannot take care of someone because of their lack of emotional growth, emotional maturity, or upset. Remember that. That is not your job. Yes, it's okay to feel bad. I'm not I tell people all the time you feel what you feel you can you know it's okay to feel guilty. it's okay to feel bad but don't make it worse on yourself and don't make it worse on the other person that it's not your job to take care of them okay but they're my kid's mom, but they're my kid's dad. you know what you need that distance. Remember I talked about minimum two months, the emotional you need some stuff to, to settle down okay, minimum two months, and you don't tell them that, remember I said that, this is a ballpark figure, if you will, for you, okay, it's not your job to take care of them, okay, so other words of advice, right, you try to, they might send flowers, they might send, like I said, they might show up at your workplace, wanting to talk, phone calls, you know, don't take his or her phone calls don't don't detect. You know you block their ass if necessary. It needs to stay. If you have kids, it needs to stay about the kids. Oh, how's the kids doing and all? Oh, by the way, how's your mom? Remember, they're very smooth, very manipulative, trying to suck you into a conversation, and. Yes, men are good at this, but let's face it, women, guy, <laughs> whacked out. They're better. They're so smooth at it. And you, awesome. Pretty soon, you're talking about your friends. What's going on? And you're like, what the hell just happened? You need to pay particular attention and stand your ground. Don't get into that, okay? Don't accept deliveries. Exes, You know, especially upset. Oh my god, I get on obsessive exes. Um, I've had people I never even dated. Uh, before, you know, no interest, no whatever that have, you know, sent me shit, two dozen, two dozen white roses and one red rose in the middle. It had to be like, it was a lot of money and you're one in a million and all this stuff. And I, I had to put a stop to it right away. Uh, you don't accept deliveries from the exes. Okay. Cause you accept them. That is They're trying to look for wiggle room, trying to wedge in and trying to maintain contact with you. Don't accept deliveries. Turn them back. Even though they're paid for, it doesn't matter. Send them back, okay? You stop participating in their behavior, right? You don't also, one way, access, try to manipulate. If you have friends or relatives, right, they try to intervene. They try to tell them or tell her, you need to leave them alone. You need to stop. That's not their job either, and that only sucks the accent to even more, right? Oh, they must still care about me if they have friends or family trying to talk, or they're going to go through your friends and family trying to wiggle back into your life. You need to stop, okay? Like I said, visit your local county clerk and you know investigate, getting a restraining order, a PPO order if necessary, okay? So. You have to, it builds that up. Even though it's a piece of paper, I use that. You know what? You need to take care of that situation, the stalking situations, everything else. So, use common sense. Try not to put your bleeding heart out there on the line because you feel bad for him or her or your ex. They're crazy, okay? And I read a comment, you know, no matter how crazy he or she acts, try to realize that what is happening isn't because of anything you did. Crazy behavior is just crazy behavior, right? It's not any reflection of who you are or even what you did. You know, you could run off, not that I advise it, you know, you run off having an affair or whatever, but their actions are on them, okay? You can feel bad for me, like the example I gave that you cheated, Whatever. I don't condone it. I don't, you know, excuse it. I've talked about that, but this is not, The show isn't about that. You could feel bad, and then you, again, want to be the nursemaid because you hurt them, whatever. You need to let it alone, okay? If it's done, you're done, moved on, you need to not damage yourself even further and try to be there and be the nurse's maid for your ex. That's not your responsibility, okay? You use your own judgment. And there's some stories I'm going to try to follow up with, uh, you know, the end tonight's show to look at some crazy things that have happened. Uh, You know, I've had clients in here that have, they've gone on a weekend trip out of state. You know, you're talking five, six hours or even more away, a week vacation. And they break up with them and they leave their ass in the other state. I've had clients that got left behind. How nuts is that? That they, uh, you know, you know, hundreds of miles away, and they strand them, and all of a sudden, everything else, you know. Uh, stolen identity, <laughs> they ruin your life, and don't be afraid. And then you look at, oh, it's my fault, I hurt them, I can understand they wanted to get me back, and I just want to, you know, get my stuff, get my life on, you know. They stole your identity, social security numbers, all this stuff you need to protect. Got it? So... There's some crazy behavior. Like I said, not all exes are whacked or crazy, okay? So, you want to make sure you protect yourself, okay? Get a restraining order if necessary. Be smart. Be consistent and stand your ground, okay? You tell it like it is. You do not sway from that. You be blunt, be consistent. Be blunt. You don't have to be a bitch or a dick, but you tell it how it is. There's no chance in us getting back together. Don't go in and say, I still love you, but I'm not in love with you, because that they're going to hear you still love them. Got it? They're going to hear that, and they're going to exaggerate that and think there's a chance. Don't get into that situation. Got it? Okay. So, again, I apologize uh, for the Spreaker mishap. I have no clue what happened again. Uh, hopefully, I'll get that resolved uh, with them. I appreciate everybody listening. Hopefully, you got some good insights for this show. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening and be safe out there. Oh, uh, many uh, thoughts and wishes go out to California as well with the earthquake out there. Uh, hopefully, you know people are safe. Your loved ones that reside out in the Napa Valley, San Francisco area, with the 6.0 uh, earthquake, uh, it's pretty large. So I hope everybody's safe out there. Again, much love to everybody. I appreciate all your support as usual. Check me out on the Earth Guru website, also on Facebook. Thanks so much. Take care, everybody.